I think if we actually had him, you know when dogs get really excited and they pee themselves? <laughs> I think that would actually be me, I'm not gonna lie. What? Well, well, well. What a day. What a palaver that was. That almost wasn't a final F word. Someone in the business, you know who you are. Tampering with the equipment. Saboteur amongst us. <laughs> yes, a, uh, an anti-feminist. What have we taught you? <gasps> what if it was, what if it was like, um, calculated? <laughs> You think someone's gone into the recording box and tampered with the equipment simply because they've had enough of our voices? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I can see it. I can see that happening. They were, yeah, they probably thought, oh, I'll show you a fucking year on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to break your equipment <laughs> so that you can't record your final episode. <laughs> Just to spite you. Just to spite you. <laughs> We know oh, you're out there. Well, we know, yeah, we know you're out there and we will be watching all of you, watching every move and we'll also not be lending our equipment to anyone ever again. Welcome back, everyone. It is our final episode of the F Word uh, in the feminist calendar, I suppose. This is the mm. feminist calendar, isn't it? March to March, that's the feminist yeah. year. Um, and we thought that for our final episode, it would just be Af and I um, talking all things feminism that have happened over the last year. So we're going to chat about some best bits, bad bits, you know, what is the state of the feminist world today? But yeah, so yeah, we're back. Um and yeah, I think we're um, we're very excited about International Women's Day upcoming. What um, is it? Equals for equals. Each for equal. Each for Good equal. that you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing that like equal sign with the arms. You know how they do something every they year. They just love the arms. And they love things with the arms. One year I want them to do something with the legs, like maybe like splits. That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. V for vagina. Or like birthing position. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all the men in the office doing that. That'd be fucking brilliant. (laughs) So yes, it's back. uh, International Women's Day. And we've got some plans as an agency, I think. Secret plans. Secret plans, which we cannot share. Um, But before we get into what's happening next year, I guess we should start having a look back at what's happened this year. A moment of reflection. A moment of reflection. A probably long 40-minute or so moment of reflection. Um... The first thing we were talking about, I guess, was you wanted to sort of talk about the state where we are right now. Well... Didn't you? I feel like sometimes I get lost in a bubble. It's a very happy bubble where there are rainbows and fairies. Affyland. <laughs> Affyland, yes. <laughs> let's call it that. And I, in my little bubble, I think, wow, the world is great. We're getting there. And then comes the wrecking ball. <laughs> One thing that like everyone's been talking about recently is, well, it's one thing that we talk about a lot on this podcast is Love Island. Yes. Um, and a very big part of Love Island was Caroline Flack. 
She was kind of Love Island, really, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Um, and obviously, unfortunately, like, in the last few weeks, she has passed away. Mm. And there's been a lot of talk um, online and in the press, although it's ironic that the press are sharing condolences and sad headlines. After essentially driving... Driving her to that point. Yeah. Um, because she did take her own life which is tragic um but basically what obviously when someone passes people like look back and think about who they were and what they accomplished and all Mm. this stuff and obviously caroline flack faced a lot of shit from the press like Mm. tabloid media and obviously yeah she abused her boyfriend which like I get. We can both agree. Do we like, know what the detail is of that? Well, no, 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 like she apparently it. like hit him over the head with a with a lamp, but then it was like kind of in the process of like being in court. I think mm. as like just before but she. But didn't he like? Because I read in the news that he dropped the charges, and he he basically been like, "Why are they still trying to prosecute her if I don't want them to?" I read a lot of stuff about that because I found the whole thing I never heard that yeah I read it somewhere because I was really surprised because I'd heard like because I'm not as you know a Love Island fanatic really I like sort of kind of hear through you guys what I hear and I was just reading the news and obviously you know it went around the office that Caroline Flack had passed away and obviously that it was shocking Mm. so I was like what the fuck like why you just you know, you assume as well. I automatically assumed it would be suicide and it was sadly true. But um, I started reading into, like, the court case and everything else and, you know, he'd come out and he'd said, you know, like, I absolutely love you, I'm so sad that you're no longer with us and made this really heartfelt statement. My initial reaction was like, what the fuck? Like, Did he? I didn't know yeah, he made a statement I was really it. surprised because I was like, aren't you in some sort of, like, court battle um i mean anyone who listens to this and can shed any light um on this would be you know feel free to let us know Mm. what you know um but yeah i just sort of found that i was sort of reading it and i was like is is he being disingenuous um but then people were saying oh he'd actually dropped the charges and like the cps were pursuing her regardless because it like it was like a media circus they were making a I think making an example out of her, perhaps. Um, And I wonder if it's because generally domestic violence is, you know, the other way around, right? If you were to look at it statistically, there tends to be more cases of violence against women than there are against men. Mm. So I don't know. But there's making an example of someone and there's literally going on a public witch hunt. Yeah. Like... Yeah. um, I don't know. And it... It really makes me feel sick because when I look on Twitter and stuff, um, there were people saying that, like... I don't even want to repeat what people were saying because I don't want to give those people recognition. recognition. Mm. But, like, I don't know. In my approach to life, like, no matter how bad of a person you are, I would still never wish someone to die. No. So, like... I don't see the two connected. Like, I don't see... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think, like, oh, well, she did that. Mm. So it makes it okay. And oh, I don't know. Basically, what I wanted to talk about regarding her 
was that obviously like I was saying when people pass away like especially people that is as much in the public eye as she was Mm. people kind of do the whole like looking back like who she was like all her best moments and things like that and it was interesting that I read an article um on a blog I've actually forgotten the name of it now because it's a blog that I don't usually read but it was an article that someone I followed shared and she was basically analyzing how in light of everything that she had accomplished um and for those who don't know she obviously was a tv presenter Mm. she was an actress she was dancer she was very multifaceted and she was very successful in an area of the industry that was very male dominated um but that's never what people spoke about her of Mm. it was always she's oh my god she's dating someone who's younger than her oh third boyfriend in four years why can't she keep a man down Mm. no success in love like basically all this kind of this whole narrative that if you're not romantically successful you're not successful at all yeah and like yeah as a woman whereas like none of that shit is ever seen with a man like they always say this that makes me think about like when you look at like the red carpet you know like a lot of about (laughs) the amount of women and actresses that have come out over the years and like shut down reporters or shut down journalists on the red carpet because they've only ever inquired about their dress or like commented on their looks yeah rather than what their achievements actually are it's like a really common problem for women i think is that like you know we have to be successful in every single way like you know romantically professionally like you know all of those things have to come together for a woman to be deemed a success the minute one thing even if a woman is successful in her profession yeah like it's like oh but she's still single at 40 yeah but then you know doesn't that like make total sense that you know someone who is a professional like you know very career oriented 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 why can't i say that i've broken (laughs) i've literally broken orientated (laughs) (laughs) it's been a long day um, but we always say that, don't you know, the idea of, like, you can't have it all as yeah. a woman because... And the assumption that you should try to as well, you mm-hmm. know, that you can't just be interested in your career. Some women I know literally aren't interested in relationships. You know, yeah. they don't want one and they're not defined by them. So, you know, the fact that, like, the media of honed in on that on Caroline Flack I think is really sad because you're right they're totally undermining everything else that she's achieved yeah you know and I just I just think suicide is sad really sad and it's then... such a it, you know we were talking about someone on the train weren't we yeah. we, we all got stuck on the way into work and she um, she no she didn't but it was really interesting like some of the boys in the office so for context someone on the train um, had a heart attack uh, and obviously that slowed all of the trains down coming into the office and about seven of us were all very, 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 very late. Mm. Um, but apparently um, Reese was on the train, like one of the guys in the office was on the train with the woman um, and people were saying, oh, you know, like, like fuck's sake, like, oh, like, and when people jump on the tracks, oh, you know, slowing down the commute, like, mm. oh, you're, you know, selfish. And you're like, what? Literally what? 
is wrong with people if someone has deemed like it you know things so dark that they need to take their life you know be it jumping in front of a tractor or doing whatever they do the fact that people don't show any compassion about that is just madness to me and i think that that is a result of like obviously i think social media is such a great thing but the dark side of it combined with things like the sun the mirror the daily mail all the bullshit that they spew Mm. like when trolling and tearing people down and being unkind becomes such an everyday thing that we're just constantly scrolling past desensitized exactly yeah yeah it's super sad it is super super sad but yeah i don't know so it's not good is it really that a year on we're kind of yeah i mean and then the same the same kind of um because obviously with love island there's the whole kind of people leave and they get deals with brands and blah blah and one of the brands that usually does cut deals with love island contestants and has like partnerships with love island one day they're posting tributes to caroline flack Mm. and the next day they're posting red carpet looks from the oscars saying would you say this is rad or fad yeah like yeah pick a side and practice what you preach like this pick me culture of like oh my god i'm so in tune with um mental health and being kind and like can't just pick and choose when to be it yeah energy yeah and then one minute it's like let's pit women against each other to make some fun content online it's like yeah yeah absolutely yeah no that's definitely still true isn't it you know people tend to uh, brands not all brands but like some and i think definitely definitely the papers and the tabloids pick and choose when they want to show compassion and when it you know isn't doesn't make business Mm. sense for them to do that you know yeah people don't react to this stuff until it gets so bad that someone's had to take their own life and i think that's really sad Mm. like you know if they just intervened if they just laid off maybe it wouldn't have got this far yeah and she wouldn't have felt the need to do what she did Mm. um and it's just interesting as well like piers morgan the same guy who's such a a fucking snake (laughs) um the same guy i mean i know that we're being unkind about him now but like i have my reasons (laughs) the same person who fucking like says about how caroline flack was a ray of sunshine blah blah we all need to be more mindful of what we say to each other is out there tweeting greta thunberg like a young child every other day like telling her how she's autistic and like like is chatting shit and how she's a millennial and all this stuff and it's just like that was another feminine favorite for me i think yeah the amount of um shade that greta gives peers and how she like doesn't back down (laughs) so that would be like a highlight from this year for you yeah yeah i'm trying to think what my like really standout moment would be looking back like something that a woman's done that just makes me think and it's really hard off the top of your head. Mm. There's like people like I idolise and I think are always just like on it and always like speak their mind. But it's nice that there's like a moment that you remember. I sometimes felt like, you know, we were saying like moment of reflection. You know, as as a feminist, I don't necessarily get enough like 
or spend enough time looking back on the things that people have done that have been really positive. Um, and I think, you know, I know International Women's Day is always a good opportunity to celebrate that, like things, that amazing things that people have done. Um, but it's a shame that it's not something that we're doing all the time. We're doing more regularly. Um, Greta's a, Greta's amazing though. Yeah, she is. She's amazing. She's a bad bee. Yeah, she's got so much sass and I love it. What would be your wish for 2020? Oh, that's a good question. Mm, For myself, it would be to kind of overcome my imposter syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Um, Oh, dear. I don't know. Recently, I've had a few moments where I felt like, oh, my God, am I a fraud in my job? Mm. Like... Are people gonna like discover that I probably maybe shouldn't be employed? <laughs> Sorry, like, I, I, really I already know that you shouldn't be employed, but here we are. <laughs> oh. So we were desperate. From the mouth of my line manager, everyone. <laughs> um, for the world, I think I'd like to see women. I mean, I feel like recently I've seen a lot of like women not rooting for women yeah that's a really good one and i think that's something that we all need to become better at because i'm even guilty of it like because as part of like the patriarchal society that we live in women have been conditioned to always want to compete Mm. because it's always that pick me culture of like pick me i'm the prettiest pick me i'm the cleverest is that a word what cleverest cleverest we're going with it or like pick me, I'm the I don't know, yeah, most fertile or something. <laughs> I don't know, but there's just always that ingrained like it's just always been ingrained in us that There's only room for one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that we need to overcome. The token woman thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, there's not enough space for all women at the top, so therefore we must shit on each other um and hold each other back because there's only space for one and it's like that self selfish kind of you know panic that if we don't do that there won't be like there won't be room for everyone to grow mm. i don't know it's it's a, there's a huge i think there's loads of research about like the token woman as a like thing and i mean i felt that sometimes this year mm. like and that sounds really like like in work, in yeah. my part, like my friendship groups, I felt yeah. it, and and it's yeah. weird because I would say, for the most part, like where we work and stuff, I would consider like we're well treated, and mm. you know, like, but there are certain situations where I'm like, am I only here because I'm a woman? You know, is it just because like, you know, it they is need, sometimes they need, like that. They though. need they needed a female in the room, yeah, and. That's a horrible feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not, oh, and you're here. And that doesn't help your imposter syndrome either. No, no. Because then you're like, oh my God, am I actually not very good at my job? Mm-hmm. I'm only here because I'm, I'm female and they needed a female to tick a box. And I'm not saying this is, again, true of 33, but like, I think it's something as an agency that we have to watch. Like, you know, because if I'm ever feeling that, like even remotely feeling that, whether it's intentional or not, mm-hmm. you know, then 
how is everyone else feeling too? You know, I'm sure that I'm not alone in that. Yeah. And like, like you're saying, you know, lifting each other up is really important. Like backing each other. Yeah. As women is really important. And that's how you start to arm yourself against, you know, things like happening to you that you have to deal with on your own. Mm. I don't know. Is it? That's a good one. That's a good one. What's yours? Yeah. Oh, I had it. And then we were talking about taking one and it's gone out of my brain. Ah, okay. So for me, personally, I think next year I want to speak my mind a little more. I would say I'm quite a direct person, mm. but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not direct at all. Um, but I think, like, sometimes I let things slide because I feel like I don't want to... Be- overly problematic and I'm very mindful as a like as a woman of checking myself and being like you know cause enough fuss but don't cause too much fuss because you need to get people on side and actually sometimes there's an argument for just being like no I feel this way and I should Mm. tell you and you know I'm allowed to feel this way and it's perfectly normal um, and I'm standing up for what I believe in like it's for me it's trying to you know, not always worry so much about, you know, how other people see me um, and actually just go with what I believe. I think that's my personal one. I think my big one, mm-hmm. I'm doing big one, big one, big one, big one. Um, <laughs> you're just laughing now because I'm saying big one. <laughs> my big, big one is... Um, and I think for the most part people are better at doing this anyway and have been better um, but I want men to fucking just be more involved in the conversation call each other out when yeah. one of your mates is being like misogynistic yeah. or saying vile disgusting things like call your mates out I think that's a really good one people just need to you know I think guys need to put themselves out there and not be afraid like to feminism is not a dirty word no it is not a dirty word and you know you'll get so much more respect from the people around you like if you're willing to stand up for for women because i think there's obviously there's a huge argument for us standing up for each other women like woman to woman but you know sometimes the people at the top generally speaking are men and who do they listen to generally speaking men you know, so you can do a hell of a lot of good for for the cause as well. Like, we're all in it together. We're all working on how to solve it. And, you know, we're listening to guys. They're listening to us. You know, working places, general living conditions, everything is going to be better for everyone. You know, it's beneficial to them too. It opens up a lot of conversations for them. So that'll be my 2020 dream to see more of that. It's my dream. It's my hope. <laughs> Come on, the boys. But yeah, I don't know. What would be your favourite episode from the last year worth of podcast? <laughs> You're like, do we answer this truthfully and honestly? We love you all, guests. You've all. We have had some amazing guests. I'd say favourite guest, but I'm going to be biased because I just fucking love her. Is um, Kristen? Yeah, my old lecturer. I think she was 100% my favourite guest. Um, 
And then... It's total bias. Complete and utter I bias. thought most kind of interesting, like, not that Kristen wasn't interesting, but, like, as in the one that I learnt the most, like, the guest that I learnt the most mm. from was, like, definitely Cecilia. Yeah. Um, the therapist that we had on. Um, Favourite episode... Probably the Christmas one, just because it was <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> That was completely bonkers. That was completely bonkers, that episode. Yeah. You literally, you'd like lost your shit. Was that the day after the rads? That we did that? No, it was the the day after the the Christmas Christmas party. party. (laughs) And then, um, if you had listened to it, fair play to you for getting through that absolute (laughs) bullshit. But um, we actually tried to record an episode and we recorded... It was basically me interviewing Kirst about what she likes to do at Christmas. It was very weird. It was so bad. And we had to just, like, delete it. And we were just like, okay, what? Like, we have to do something better than this. (laughs) And there came Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) It's so disturbing. It's the most disturbing accent I've ever heard. Maybe that's why the US didn't give me an Esther. Maybe they found the podcast, saw that I was taking the piss out of the Southerners, and were like, when you know now- what, fuck you, yeah. we're not letting you into our country, you can go apply for a visa. Yeah, it's nothing to do with you being Iranian, no. it's just to do with the fact that you are masquerading as a Southern Southern American Santa Claus. <laughs> Moonlighting as a yeah, Southern American yeah. Santa. Yeah, no, those are good choices, what good choices. Well, I can't obviously say the same ones as you, um, although I really enjoyed those mm. episodes and those guests were great. Um, I really enjoyed the women in sport one that we did. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we're being biased here again. Like, I love sport. So I found that super interesting. And I love um, women. And I love women. <laughs> of course, why don't I think to say I love women too? Um, but yeah, so I found that one, like, really really interesting and it's just like it's a topic that i'm particularly passionate about oh my god how can we forget gloss and oscar oh god the m word yeah okay so i'm gonna say that maybe they were my favorite guests Mm. actually because they tried this was like this is to my point earlier about saying 2020 come on men step up yeah that was like such a nice thing and i'm so appreciative of the fact that they did that because it's not easy hosting the podcast. Yeah. Sometimes you end up talking shit for about 45 minutes and have to delete everything that you've said. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, that was the, like, they literally just, they just did it. Just, yeah. like, tried really hard. They prepped. It was so cute. Like, they'd done they some research. They prepped more than we prepped. They prepped more than we did, 100%. Um, so, you got, yeah, guys, Glass, Oscar, you were awesome. We loved you on, on the on the podcast that was amazing um and what was the other thing i was gonna say what was the other thing so we're doing guest favorite guest uh favorite episode mm, yeah um i think i learned the most again from the mental health one that was an area that and i don't robin, f- and robin as well and robin to be honest we've had so many good people on it's hard mm. to pick and choose yeah and i think personally the ones I remember the most are the ones that, like, maybe I didn't have as much knowledge. Mm-hmm. But it or, just like, shows how intersectional something. it is, though, isn't it? Yeah. There's always a different angle to think about. Yeah. Um, I mean, feminist, like, feminism is so intersectional with so many different things. Yeah. 
there's a whole like load of guests that I'd love to get on like next year. Like people doing different things. Michelle Obama, I'm speaking into existence. Yeah, Beyonce. That would be fucking amazing. That would be. I don't think I'd be able to speak. Oh, if we could have any guests, yeah. any any three guests next year. Who would they like, be? Yeah, like no glass ceilings, who would they be? Oh, oh. So mine would definitely be, one of mine would definitely be Michelle Obama. And then... I'd really want J.K. Rowling. What? I know that sounds ridiculous. But I just, I think she's just fucking brilliant. She's a good writer, but she's got some fucking weird, like, views on shit. No, but, like, I think that would be, I don't know, I just would find her fascinating to talk to. And she, like, she puts a lot of people, like, Mm. down on Twitter, like... Her, so twi- her Twitter oh, actually, burns no, are everything. Katie Hopkins. <laughs> Who are you going to say? Katie Hopkins. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I was going to say that it's like wanting to talk to Katie Hopkins, but then I think it's a bit peak putting no, them on the Katie same level. No, Katie Hopkins is not the same Yeah, I know, I know. That's why I took it back, but... I don't know. Maybe it's just because she's super creative. Mm-hmm. want to be in, be in her head. It's a very, like, unwritery suggestion for me. I should have said someone like... I can't say someone dead, obviously, but, like, you know... A female writer from what is Sylvia Plath. <laughs> nah, I want Michelle Obama. <laughs> Michelle Obama and Beyonce, please. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Serena Williams would be interesting. She'd be insane. Yeah, that would be um, really cool. Oh, this is really bad. Her name's escaped me. The the Pakistani woman who got shot. Malia. Yeah. Yeah, she'd be amazing. She'd be amazing. Yeah, she'd be amazing. Um. I'm trying to think of other other women. Would you have any men on? That's what I'm trying to think of. Mm. That you think would be really interesting guests. Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Actually. Just have them on as a couple. That would kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. That would be easy. I don't know. I can't think of a guy. And that sounds really bad because I know that there are loads of guys out there who fight for women, but. I find this sort of situation, though, when someone asks you a question like this, like, do you get this weird, like, feminist, like, panic where you're like, I should know all of these people and the names and they should immediately come into my head. But I'm like, okay, Um, there's loads of people and I'm going to walk out this podcast and be like, oh, I should have said this person and this person (gasps) and this person. David Attenborough. (laughs) (gasps) David Attenborough. Oh, my God, yes. I mean, he doesn't really do much for women, but he does a lot for... For the world. The world, yeah. For the planet. Yeah, I mean, he'd just be an interesting guest. I'd actually like to know what David Attenborough's views on feminism are. And yeah, he same. could tell us, I reckon, what well, I know. Does feminism exist in the animal kingdom? Exactly, and he could tell us about all the weird intricacies of, like, you know, gendered relationships, like, mm. in the animal kingdom. And I think that would be super, super interesting. Let's make it happen. Um, okay, David, if you're listening, um, we'd love to have you on the podcast. It needs to happen soon. I think if we actually had him, you know when dogs get really excited and they pee themselves? <laughs> I think that would actually be me, I'm not gonna lie. What? <laughs> he is like like one of them people that if I saw them I'd be like completely starstruck. Yeah. Yeah, I would feel that way about Beyonce too. But we were thinking that maybe it might be good just for new perspectives, new ideas, 
new insights um, of potentially maybe passing on the inheritance and maybe allowing two new hosts to take the reign. Yeah, I think that would be a very nice idea. Um, you know, because let's be honest, people are probably sick of us by now. Mm. Um, but no, it's all, I mean, we started this because we wanted to get people on talking about feminism. And that was the crux of it, wasn't it? It was like, you know, let's have more conversations and see what those conversations can spark and change. Yeah. You know, so having different hosts could be a really nice way for us to, you know, get some different opinions and, you know, have different conversations. Yeah. Um, so, so if you're interested... Yeah. Um, we'll be holding auditions um, in the pub in, on Friday. On Friday in the pub? We should do that. Not this Friday, next Friday. Do we have to do auditions? No, obviously not. Uh, I just want to go to the pub. Never get to go to the pub on oh, Friday anymore. so basic. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Anyway. I am. Um, so I think that's it for us. Yeah, I mean, um, it's been a good year. I have loved doing this. It has been trying at times. And there has been a lot of organisation involved. Um, but I feel, my soul feels, you know good just feel good yeah and feel happy um but yeah i mean that's kind of all we have to say it will be very sad if mm. this is our actually our last episode if yeah i mean this might is. be a hoax we might be back next month so psych <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back the last message from us is massive thank you all for listening um we may or may not be back <laughs> next year um we'll but if it's him. not us it will be two um, even better guests, uh, hosts even, um, who will be taking you through 2020, the uh, 2020 feminist calendar, um, talking about a load more exciting topics and keeping the feminist flag flying, I guess. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afi's dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do you think because it's our last episode, we should say our line together? Yeah. What is the line again? <laughs> As if there's twelve. We've done oh, twelve I remember, of I remember, these. I remember. Um, on the count of three. Okay. Right. One, two, three. Don't, Don't forget, forget to epic up. <laughs> oh my god.